You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great content there for both your reading and listening pleasure. But I'm also one of the co-hosts of this wonderful At The Diner podcast. Joining me in the hosting duties, I have the man, the myth, the legend. You can check out his latest releases on Bandcamp. Go there. Give the guy some money for his awesome musical talents. His name is MC Brooks. So I didn't mention this before, but here's my one word review of Cats. Don't. <laughs> just, just don't. Don't bother. I, I, just stay away. <laughs> or, the J, or the James Rambo three word response. Cats be fucking. Cats yep. be fucking. <laughs> I mean, that did... You can sum up that movie as as little it, that is the undertone throughout the entire two hour, uh, two hours of that mess. <laughs> I've already mentioned his name. He is a wonderfully talented visual artist. He is also a very well versed expert when it comes to all. I would say, yeah, all. I was gonna say most things. I would say all things geeky and nerdy. Um, when it comes to television, when it comes to comic books, when it comes to movies, we call him the professor around these parts. His name is James Rambo. Raisin Nut Brand is fucking delicious. Raisin Nut Brand? Yeah. I'm trying to think if that's the... Because we get a knockoff version at um, at the grocery store that's basically like Raisin Bran Crunch. So it's like so a crunchy raisin version crunch. of Raisin Bran with like clusters and stuff crunch. in it. But Raisin Nut Bran is uh, the cereal with the individually like covered raisins. Oh my. They're like coated and some kind of, I don't know, delicious garbage. It's wonderful. Some sort of delicious garbage. It's yeah. I'm I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I need to be concerned, more concerned about my fiber intake. So I that that is my go to cereal in terms of like it still tastes very good. I still enjoy the texture, 
and I'm getting the the fiber I need. And it's not total shit for you. Yeah, no, I get you. We'll do that. You know what? Before we jump into our uh, geeky, nerdy conversations, we we haven't done this uh, uh, in a while. We did it on the uh, on the cold open for all of our Patreon subscribers, which, by the way, you can become a Patreon subscriber as well and get access to some pretty cool content as well. If you go to patreon.com slash greatgeekrefuge, we have all sorts of lovely tiers for you to choose from where you can be a contributor to the wonderful things we do at this website as well. Um, breakfast cereal. Like, I, I go through kicks where, like, and that... You know what? Pun intended on that one. Um, where I will eat a lot of breakfast cereal um, and then I'll just kind of like stay away from it for a few months. But I just mentioned it like there's a Raisin Bran Crunch where it's like the flakes are a little bit crispier. There's like some like granola cluster things as well and raisins. And that's like my favorite. I friggin love that. That's like my go to cereal. Um, Mr. Brooks, what about you? What's your go to breakfast cereal? So um, I've been I, I, I'm kind of the same way. I kind of fluctuate. Like I have these kicks where, like, I will eat cereal like that like every day for like a couple of weeks. Like that'll be my breakfast, and then I just won't eat cereal for like six months. Um, <laughs> which is why I have so many cereal boxes in my pantry right now. Um, but like my 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 go-to recently has been Special K, uh, the vanilla almond crunch. Ooh, nice. I, I've been really getting a, a kick out of it because I love Frosted Flakes, but I wanted something that was not as sugar heavy as, as Frosted Flakes generally are. Um, <clears throat> plus, I also like almonds, so it was it was it was good to get to get that in. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I kind of go all I, I kind of fluctuate because then also I have I, like I have these knockoff um, Fruit Loops that I like. They're made they're like uh, they're made with like forty percent more grains in it. Um, but they taste exactly like Fruit Loops, so, so those are those are good. And uh, also this, um, so I, for a while during the pandemic, I was trying to do, I was trying to be like uh, keto friendly. Like I wanted to find stuff that would be like better. So um, I experimented with a lot of stuff, and most of it was gross. But I did find this one cereal brand called Magic Spoon, which I've is, heard about them, yeah. Because I, you know, Facebook sends you ads for like a million things. I've seen the ads for it all the time, but I didn't really want to try it until a, a friend of mine who actually had them was like, "No, no, no! It it, it actually tastes like regular cereal. Like it's not that it, it doesn't taste like cardboard with a whisper of a flavor. Like no, it, it tastes like cereal." <laughs> um, and so like I I I got the vari- I got the variety pack, which basically came with like the equivalent of like, um, the equivalent of like um, cocoa puffs. Uh, a version that was kind of like Lucky Charms, uh, and a, uh, a, something that's uh, a peanut butter one, and then another one that's kind of like Frosted Flakes. And I gotta say, they were actually really delicious. I the, the 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 best thing I did was actually mix the chocolate and peanut butter and had like a Bro. almost like a Reese, like a, the Reese cereal, like a Reese's Bro. cup cereal. It was so good. Like, I like where your head's at, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I like I like I like I like experimenting <laughs> with stuff. So yeah, that's that, that's yeah. usually my go-to special K, and you know if I if I have it, uh, my Fruit Loops knock off, and then you know maybe some Magic Spoon. Dude, so Jax has been on a pumpkin spice kick, and convinced Sandy to buy some pumpkin spice uh, Cheerios. Those motherfuckers are delicious. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of those, man. Like yeah, yeah. we got yeah we got those. Um, also too, you know what else is like like. Criminally underrated frosted mini wheats. Yes, frosted mini wheats are solid. 
Yeah, they're, yeah. they're a solid choice. Yeah. I notice the older I get, the less sugary I can take my cereal. I mean, which makes me feel kind of like an old man where I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's too sweet. I can't have that. But like, yeah, I've, I've loved Frosted Mini Wheats since I was a kid. Um, but Cheerios is like secretly underrated as well because they also used to have a Cheerios variant where it had freeze dried bananas and freeze dried strawberries in them in the Cheerios. Like not in the Cheerios themselves, but like mixed in with the Cheerio mix. Yeah. Um, and when you poured milk on it, it started to rehydrate the bananas and the strawberries. And those were so fucking good. See, like I'm not at a point where I can't take the sugar. I am, yeah. I am still plenty fat. Um, <laughs> for me, it's mostly just like trying to make mildly better choices. Yeah. It's not that I, I can't like, take it. Should I? That's the, yeah, it, it's it, like, like I'm, I'm going to be getting this volume of sugar somewhere else in my diet. Do I need it here? And then it also becomes like, hmm, trains aren't exactly running on time. Why is that? Mm, we need more fiber in the diet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, for this lovely um, cereal conversation, we'll have to come back to this. We haven't done a food-related episode of the uh, of at the diner in a while, so we'll 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 circle back to that. I think the closer we get to the holidays, it's it's easier for us to do that. So we'll definitely be talking food here soon. But in the meantime, let's talk about what if. Um, it's over. They had their finale. Um, if I could, I'll kick us off here. I don't think this is going to be an episode of "Here's Why You're Wrong," Mike, and 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 I'll explain why that is. Because for the first time in this entire series. I walked away from that with a meh. And like, if I was grading this, this is probably of all of the MCU products that I've seen, this is probably the weakest. And like, that's saying a lot too, because if I'm giving it a grade, I'm still giving it like a C or a C plus. Cause it was fun. I enjoyed it, but just like, there was too much shit that didn't make sense in the long run. And we're gonna go into detail about that. So by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alerts, don't listen to this yet. Wait until after you've watched it. But like just overall, there were just a lot of questions. There were a lot of plot points that were just kind of like, all right, well, if you're going to go that direction, why did you even add this other element to it? Because you just literally negated that. So this was a complete waste of the entire storyline for that. But like overall, I wouldn't say disappointed is the right word. I wasn't overly thrilled with it. It was it was fine. It was an ending. There was an episode of The Simpsons where they said something to the effect of they did like, is this a happy ending? And I think Marge was like, no, it's an ending. Let's just move on. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt this was. But yeah, let's let's kind of go round table here. Um, <clears throat> Rambo, kick, kick us off here, bud. Like what did we already you're you're well documented in the annals of GGR. <laughs> as being the first person to really like throw some criticism. But again, and I, I don't want that to come off incorrectly because your criticism was valid. I just didn't notice it until after I went back and rewatched it. But like, what did you think overall of one, this finale, uh, but then two, like of the, of the whole series. So on, uh, on the, the, the critiques you didn't pick up on until I pointed them out, uh, both you're welcome. And I'm sorry, because <laughs> That was one of those, like, yeah, no, it was fun. And I go, what about all these problems? And you're like, fuck, yeah, those are there, aren't they? Huh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it's an ending. Um, I thought it was fairly exciting. I thought the actual 
fights themselves were pretty cool. Um, it, but I am weirdly observant and not observant at times. Like there are definitely times when I will miss out on more obvious things and pick up on more subtle stuff. Um, and for one of the things I tend to look past is um, plot inconsistencies or um, sort of narrative storytelling stuff that doesn't quite jibe, um, especially if I'm I'm engaged. Like if I'm having a good time, if I'm appreciating what I'm watching, I am much more forgiving of things that don't quite add up. So when I start being able to pick those things out, and there was a there was a, a there was a fucking TikTok. Um, there was a guy talking about plot holes, and he said one of the bigger problems he has with plot holes is he'll ask people why they're a problem, and they say, "Well, they break the immersion." And his response to that is, "Well, that's not really true." Like, if you're noticing a plot hole, your immersion is already broken. Either because you have been pulled out of it while you're watching it, or because, and usually this is the case, you thought about it when you, like, went to the fridge to get something to drink after you watched the thing. So it's not about the immersion. Um, If if the plot hole is there and and you've noticed it, the immersion's already, already fucked. Um, the fucking Infinity Stones. They're playing real fast and loose with how the Infinity Stones work. Um, like, you know, MC in our in our uh, our group chat made a, a great point about how, like, well, you know, in Loki they did, said this, and, and they worked this way. And I tried to be like, ah, well, you know, we were always going to run into these problems because the MCU continuity has gotten so big that it's very easy to make mistakes or like make, one person makes a decision and it affects something else, but nobody really pays attention to it. Um, and, you know, real quick, uh, uh, you know, in Loki with, at the TVA, in order to show that the TVA is super powerful and basically on some, on, on some other level shit, um, they're just infinity stones, just, you know, just lying around, pretty much useless. And the explanation they give is, Oh well, it, outside of their keyed universe, Infinity Stones don't work. Okay, cool, whatever, that's fine. And then Ultron shows up, and he has all the Infinity Stones from a universe, and he's able to use them everywhere he goes. And I was willing to be like, you know, continuity sometimes shit happens, whatever. But then they add an additional plot point where they put a spotlight on this and the fact that Gamora can't use the stone crusher to destroy the stones that Ultron has because the crusher is built to destroy the stones from her universe, not from the other. I'm like, all right, hold the fuck up. So which is it? Is it that they function only within the universe they're created or keyed to, or, or you know, maintain the frequency of, or is it that they can work anywhere? Because, and when you have me thinking about these things, I'm not paying attention to what I'm watching. I am not invested anymore. 
And that's a problem. Yeah. It, it, it becomes a big issue when, when it's suddenly it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to, we're going to add this thing that for us is just a minor explanation, but it, it breaks its own internal logic, even, but even beyond how the shows themselves work it, in the, in fucking what if in that particular show, it violates its own logic. And like, that's a fucking problem. So yeah, overall it was okay. I'm curious to see what they're going to do more of. Um, Cause that's, that's the thing. Like, no part of this was any worse than the worst what if issue I ever read. Um, and, and not even saying like, oh, there's one particular one that's fucking terrible. They were, they were just a mixed bag. They were all like, some of them were fun. Some of them were just God awful. Um, it was, you know, they were all one-offs. Um, as much as I appreciate the, um, the sort of fun, like multiverse Avengers thing, uh, I don't think that we really needed to have them all unify. I thought it would work just as well if you just did. They're all independent stories. Um, because when you start doing that kind of thing, you become more obligated to try and tie things together. Yep. Um, and that causes its own kind of problems. And now we we have the, the first of the Watcher... Uh, or the first instance of the Watcher breaking his vow, which, like, that happens a dozen times um, easily. Um, it's up there with, like, oh, Bruce Wayne's not Batman anymore. Oh, you mean, like, that other hundred times that didn't happen before? Um, so, yeah. Like, I'm not mad at it, but I... And I, I say this with, you know, take this with a grain of salt. I think it's the worst thing the MCU has put out. Yeah. And that is really more an acknowledgement of the overall quality, overall high quality they've, they've, of the, the content they've released um, than it is a, a damning of this particular show. Um, in, this, in the same vein, I think At World's End is the worst of the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy from Edgar Wright. It's not a bad movie at all, but it's my least favorite. Um, so yeah, What If was okay. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, my, my, my feelings with over it, my feelings about it overall have been pretty clearly shared in terms of the quality of the animation, the voice acting in places. Um, I hope they tighten some of the stuff up going forward. I hope they don't feel obligated to keep bringing all these characters together in some fashion, because the fun of this is just seeing random ideas and big, fun, goofy stuff, and sometimes really weird, fucked up, tragic things. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed that they, they polish some of these problems yeah. the next season and we get a little better show so i definitely wanted to comment on that real quick too because i i agree with you that i liked the idea of it just being fun not and like or tragic but like fun in the sense of like i loved that nothing was sacred in the sense it was like we can do whatever we want and that that was fun like we got to see uh peggy carter as captain america well it was as captain carter and like we got to see all of these different things happen that made for a really interesting story. Um, I think bringing them together was actually was a, a bad move. I think having them all together and saying like, oh, well, you know, this is the way we had to do it. And this is the way we have to do it. Yada, 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 yada. Like we have to have a combined universe. You guys already did that. It's cool. You don't have to keep going back to that. I think that they could have literally done what if Ultron won as a story and still found a way because literally they had a solution. 
they literally had a solution in the Zola solution. And that was from um, the leftovers of uh, Hawkeye and um, Black Widow. Like, it would have been cool if we were able to find out that there were other heroes that had somehow survived in that universe. And we saw like post-apocalyptic versions of them too. And they all came together to defeat that Ultron because ultimately, isn't that what happened in our universe? Like our universe, like, like we're there. I'm sorry, the prime universe, like the heroes found a way to win instead of saying like, well, let's go find all of these other variants while cool and fun and is going to make for some pretty awesome toys and Legos and other shit like that. Like, it would have been cool to see our that universe find a way to overcome. It just it would have been interesting. And like honestly, like I'm fucking tired of the Infinity Stones at this point. Like, I I I get it. They're there, they exist, they're powerful. But like that saga is over. It literally they call it the Infinity Saga. It's fucking done. Give us something different. Like, Ultron could have still been a badass without the Infinity Stones. Because he literally was a badass in... It was the Ultimate Universe, right, Rambo? Uh, you say Ultron? Yeah. Um, I mean, Ultron's pretty much a bad motherfucker wherever he goes. Well, like, he more or less, like, won at one point, didn't he, in the, in the Ultimate Universe? I'm just trying to remember exactly how it went. Either way, um, Ultron did not need the Stones to win. Yes, no, absolutely that. No, and I don't think that that was required, but it's, I think it was cheap, to be perfectly honest. How did we show everybody that Ultron, who was kind of a bitch in the movie, because, like, they beat him, you know? Like, that, and honestly, I think that's nonsense, too, because I thought he was plenty powerful in the movie. And, like, I think people were overly critical of that movie. I think it was, there was nothing wrong with it, per se. Um but like in their eyes, in the MCU's eyes, as they're writing this, we need to make Ultron scarier. No, the fuck you don't. You just need to make him get into Vision's body. Once he's there, then it's then it's a game changer. Then then the stakes are upped big time. Does he defeat all the Avengers? I don't know. But like once you introduce Thanos just randomly showing up on Earth, being like, hey, I'm here, and then he cuts him in half, man, they turned Thanos into a bitch. Like, that was, it was that easy to defeat him? Why didn't Vision do that in the fucking movie? He was injured. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, we, we talked about this. It was, yeah, it was, we, we did. You know, it's, the whole, it's, like, it's, what a, it's what a villain does versus what a hero does and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, 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 yada, 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 yada. Yeah, uh, okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> but, like... That, that was my big critique with this is like that was the they painted themselves in their corner and they're like, how do we make Ultron better? Well, let's give him all the Infinity Stones. OK, cool. It's a cheap out, man. You didn't need to do that. I feel like that was a waste. And again, too, you painted yourself in no corner because it's like, well, now we're going to put him in the multiverse. Yeah, but the other the stones don't work in the other universes. It, yeah. Go ahead, MC. The, the floor is yours, man. Your chance to, to critique and discuss this. Yeah, so one of the things that I do after watching episodes, like there are certain uh, review channels that I that I go to on YouTube because, you know, um, you know, there are people you guys know, like there are people who watch these who watch this shit and like find like the most minorest of details that you don't that you normally won't catch up unless you're literally watching frame by frame. Uh, just to see if there's if there's you know like if 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 I am 
like wrong about watching about, about like how I feel about watching something. There's something that I perhaps missed, you know, like, was it actually explained in, in the episode and I just missed it for some reason. But for the most part, it, it really feels like almost universally, a lot of people are like, yeah, no, a lot of shit in this finale just didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> and they're probably not really going to explain it. And we're just gonna have to kind of, kind of be be okay with it, um, unfortunately. Um, uh, like I, I overall, I, I did like What If, even though I will agree with the two of you that it has a lot of issues, has a lot of logic issues, and you know, like I'm also in the same vein as you, Rambo. That like if I'm really immersed in something, I can be forgiving if something doesn't really make a ton of sense. It's like, hey, it's fun, whatever. Who cares, you know? But it's like if, if if I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, that doesn't like why is that happening? How does that make sense? And the the thing with the stones that I that I because I've been thinking about this is if they didn't do the Gamora shit, they could have easily uh, they could have easily not not uh, not created a logic hole with the Infinity Stones. They could it, it could have easily been explained the way as. Well, the TVA exists outside of the multiverse, and so the stones don't work there because they're. There it is. It, it could have been that. Yep. But but the, the the second you introduce, oh, the stones can work across uh, across timelines, um, across the across the multiverse, but the thing cre the thing created from the, the the crusher created from the gauntlet to house them, that's, that 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 exists to destroy them can't do it. Because the stones are not from the same universe, that doesn't like that doesn't line up. If 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 the if if these stones are excuse me if the if the if the gauntlet if the gauntlet was originally built to house them and it works, why would it why would it not work? Because you can you can you can easily explain the stones working as well. If other places in the multiverse, if the 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 natural laws in that universe say that the Infinity Stones can work, cool. Okay, I, I can I can, I could I could accept that if that's the route that they wanted to go to. It but wasn't go, easy out, yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, the TVA it, exists outside the multiverse. Yeah, like yeah. You, you just want you just want stuff to you just want stuff to to like to to, to be consistent and to to make sense. Like it like give me an explanation. Like it doesn't like even if it's not the best explanation, just give me something that that gives me an understanding. Of what of, of the, the 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 logic behind how things work the way that they work within your universe, and they created they 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 created a hole that didn't need that that didn't need to that didn't need to be there, you know like, and like I mean they they're just there were so many just questionable uh, questionable decisions that were that were just made. Um, like one of the reviewers I watched mentioned that that the reason that they selected the people they selected was almost kind of like a parallel to the Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of just bringing together a ragtag bunch of people who, yeah, they're not the strongest group. They're not the strongest from their own universes, but they are coming together for the singular purpose of defeating this thing or resolving this issue. I mean, yeah. Had we had the Gamora slash Sakaar Tony Stark episode, which I found out that the reason why it didn't get aired was because they hadn't finished it. 
Yeah, um, was, they, they had production issues uh, yeah. because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I think that's a really good excuse. I'm not good with it. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. I'm curious how they're going to repurpose it because yeah. uh, the director, like, it's going, it's, that episode is going to be in season two, but yeah. obviously it doesn't. Like it doesn't it, it, it doesn't make sense if you're gonna continue on but then show an episode that that is essentially a flashback to before the events of the finale of the previous season. See, I think you could do it as the first episode. And just like you know, just kinda of move on, you know? You could, except yeah. we, we also know that they're gonna be focusing on Captain Carter in season two. Oh. Um okay. And so, like, I, I'd be willing to bet money that episode yep. one is probably going to be focusing on um, that post-credit scene. Yeah, you know, probably. with 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 Steve and the uh, the um, what do they call it? The Hydra Buster? Is that what they call it? What they called it? Hydra Stomper. Hydra Stomper. Hydra Stomper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, I so I, I'd be willing to, to to bet money bet money on that. Um, I like. I mean, ultimately, like, I had fun. I had fun with what if, even if like just some things just didn't really make sense, and even if you know, like, we wanted resolution for these characters for for all the episodes we saw, and they just kind of wrapped everything in a in a neat little bow at the end. And I don't really think that that was necessary. Like, hey, if niggas lose in this in this in this universe, cool, fine, that's fine. Like, I, I okay, but. To, it, it just seemed like, hey, we just need to, you know, make sure that we tie everything up really neatly in the end because that's just, that's just, that's just how it works. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really curious to see um, where, like, where in the timeline they pull from next. What is going to, like. Ultron was Ultron was obviously uh, a big bad, and there was a little bit of like course correction that they decided to do because of issues. You know, we we already we, we've talked at length about like the behind the scenes of like why Age of Ultron ended up being the way it was because of you know uh, certain folks who were working at Marvel at that point interfering and what like we we already know, and so it does feel like the Ultron stuff is is a little is a is a little bit of course correction of like oh no we need we we want to make sure that you know that hey this he Ultron Ultron is is really up there like he he himself could have defeated Thanos, um, but I'm curious about like. What's like? What exactly is going to be next? Are are they going to stick with this Guardians of the Multiverse thing? Are like, is 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 the big bad we're going to be looking for in season two perhaps a Kang variant? Um. Yeah. Like, and I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what? You know, what? What? Because. I, I, I would have been, and I've said, I said this to you guys in the chat. Like I would like, I would have been happier if this series was really just like a bunch of one-offs. Yeah. And and it, and it would have just worked that way. And then perhaps the finale episode could have just been, oh, now we're going to show you like the resolution since we kind of left awkwardly in so many of these episodes, as opposed to just saying, oh, hey, by the way, uh, multiversal threat. Um, uh, watch your interfering. You know, so on and so forth, because it really, it really just it. it it's like I said, it, it, it's really like it, it. It'd really be like if 
the MCU happened the way it happened, but then they just didn't introduce Thanos until Infinity War, where he kills everyone in the end. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, wait, huh? Because at least with the way the MCU is currently constructed, like they were clear, like very clearly building up to it, so that when it when it happened, it was jarring, it was shocking, it was awesome. But this shit with this shit with Ultron just seemingly was just like, oh, boom, like just did all this stuff happens. Which then calls back to a criticism that we all had kind of earlier, um, notably in episode one, with how fast events seemed to be happened because there was a point that they needed to get to yeah. in order to in order for the for whatever story that they had to happen happen. And so, like, I feel like even if it's subtle, even if it's just post credit scenes for the for the earlier episodes, you could have done something kind of building up to, you know, so that when Ultron reveals himself, that it's like it's not as just like, oh, shit, this happened in like five minutes. <laughs> in like five minutes, Ultron went from to this point to like, boom, now he just has everything. And yeah. You literally least... could have done, like, you want to know how you, you describe that or how you fix that? Again, here's my uh, no prize that I get. You have him pull an Infinity Stone from a different universe each time and because each one is from a different universe they're able to somehow communicate with each other on some level yada 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 jargon 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 that's or, why he's able to cross over into the different universes and fuck things up yeah or at the yeah yeah you literally make the ultron what if ultron one episode you make that like the first episode and then what you do is, is you have him somehow get shot into the multiverse that's how they defeated him. Hey, we were able to get him off, get him off our planet. Where did he go? We don't know, but hopefully he never comes back. And you see him floating through space, fucking just like Loki at the end of Thor, and then and then he comes back because he figured some shit out. Like it's, god damn, well, why see, am I, I not working for them? I have I have one counter to that, and I have my own no prize answer. Okay. Um, the the counter I have is you can you can definitely keep the like jumping between universes collecting stones only you have it be that if you want to do a through line for the the through the season no one knows who's collecting the stones ah. you have people show yeah. up you, have, you basically have like a, like a silhouette or a shadow fall over someone and you get the sort of generic like no it can't be you and then just like rips a stone out and yeah. disappears in a sense, in a sense, take the plot point from Loki when we knew when we didn't know who Sylvie was, but we yep. knew that she was jumping between different different points in time and, and yeah. killing folks. Mm -hmm. And then you have your penultimate episode be the Ultron episode. Yep. So then so now we get the full reveal of like who's been doing this. And now we're caught up so that your final your finale is the full culmination of everybody having to go after Ultron and deal with him. My no prize answer is this, because I was talking about this earlier with, uh, with my buddy Phil. Um, so let's say that the stones themselves, still, they, they work within the universe they're created because they align with like the universal like harmonic frequency or, of it, right? When Ultron was created, um, and the body itself, uh, like, like Vision's body was, was made using the Soul Stone. The Soul Stone realigned the harmonics of, uh, uh, it, it realigned to the body it was created with. And so 
any stone that is added to that body automatically realigns. So the stones themselves are working off the harmonic frequency of Ultron and not off the universe. So he's able to move from wherever he wants throughout the multiverse and have them all still function. That also means that every time one's removed, it's just a paperweight. And you know what? That would also line up with the fact that Killmonger couldn't couldn't use the suit in the finale nope. too when he tried. That, that it, it would it would align perfectly to show that Ultron is the only one who could who could have used that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's see. There you go. We just we just fixed the multiverse. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, like they might have some kind of like very clever we missed the very obvious thing answer and i'd love to hear it but i don't know it it feels like it just feels sloppy it yeah. just feels like somebody dropped the ball yeah uh, that, and 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 that ultimately is the biggest that, that's really the core issue i have with with this show is it just feels kind of slapdash like the the animation isn't quite up to par. The voice acting in spots isn't quite up to par. Some of the storytelling is only so-so. There's continuity issue. Like, there's not one thing, um, but they all do fall under the umbrella of one thing, which is just, like, this didn't have the money or the attention it deserved. Yeah. And that is a fucking bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... I, I we're not going to beat this dead horse here, um, but like, yeah, it ended. It's done. Could it have been better? Yes. Was it still fun? Yeah. There's a lot of shit that I really, really yeah. enjoyed about it. And like holistically, the series had a lot of fun moments. Um, I think that it could be even better. I think that um, there's a lot to explore. But one of the things that you mentioned at the be at the very beginning, when we first started talking about this, when we were at free comic book day was they need more time. And in these episodes, I totally agree because now in retrospect, like that post credit scene where they find the Hydra Smasher and she's just like, oh, Steve, like the, the music that they were using with it made it seem like it was going to be this big romantic reunion. And honestly, while that's cool, you want to know what would have been even cooler is if you had Peggy in the streets of D.C. and all of a sudden you see the Hydra Smasher just drop down right there in the middle of the street and they're fighting each other. That would have been so much better to have it revealed yeah. that Steve yeah. was actually turned into the Winter Soldier. Like, how fucking dope would that be? It would have yeah. been so much better than this weird, like, oh, let's play some romantic music. It's Steve. He's not dead <laughs> yet. Like, fuck. Cause, like, yeah, come on. Because it almost it almost feels like with the with the way the post credit scene uh, is is that it's good. The, the, it it may even skip Winter Soldier altogether and just dip to like Civil War. Yeah, where which is so it, bullshit. Yeah, it, it might. Like, it, it feels like, like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna break, we're gonna break him out, and then, you know, they'll find out, like, oh no, he apparently has been doing all this like really terrible shit, but I need to defend him because, you know, reasons. I just, yeah, I love the idea of him, like he, he lands, like crushes a car, he's covered in what looks like robot Nazi, ta not Nazi, but like Russian tattoos. And like, you know, giant red stars everywhere in Cyrillic text and shit. And she's like, Steve? And the head pops out and goes, who's Steve? And then immediately yeah. slammed back yes. down. My like, name is not Steve. You know, oh like a Russian accent. Oh, God, yeah. it's so great. 
Because <laughs> yeah, like I was I was talking about this in another group. Like the we might actually get a a cap winter soldier um you know conflict that isn't that that has actual actual romantic tension and not just the like projected sexual tension yeah. from the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be yeah. That, I really think that they could have a lot more fun with this and they could do a lot more with this if they would just take their fucking time. But, you know, got to sell T-shirts and toys and Legos and various other things. Yep. Like it's it does. Like you said, look nice. Yeah. Yep. You know, like you said, slapdash, man. Um, I will say, though, again, uh, as a fan of the uh, various outfits they put our superhero friends in. Um, I did like that silver variant of the Captain Carter thing that they did. That was a nod to the, um, I guess, like the, you know, covert Steve Rogers, Captain America thing they did in Winter Soldier. I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, they did the same thing. Good for them. I still would have liked to have seen her beat uh, Bartok the Leaper or Batrock the Leaper. Because like instead, like she was like confused because she just came back. But yeah. I do like that it would have been her and Natasha as BFFs. That that was pretty dope. That is that that is nice. And yeah. it is and like the timing of it is is uh, the timing of it is 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 interesting considering you know ScarJo's uh, lawsuit just got uh, resolved. Yeah. When mm-hmm. and and her statement that her statement was interesting even though she is she has uh, been on the on the record much like uh, Robert Downey Jr. of like you know hey like I'm done with this character. But it was interesting that she did say, like, oh, but I'd be open to, you know, perhaps working with them in the future. Yeah. So I think we'll close close the book on um, on what if for now. Um, this is how you know that, like, I lost steam with this because I had written a review for the first four episodes of that. And then, then I just kind of stopped, like, <laughs> because it wasn't fun anymore. And like that, that's kind of an indication of where I was with this series too. I still enjoyed it, but like there was just something overall that was missing from it. And when I did my reviews for the uh, for the Mandalorian season one and season two, I was excited to talk about each one of those episodes. As soon as that shit was done, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking write about this. Like, but what if it was just kind of like, yeah, that was fun. Thor was drunk and he partied a lot. Like, what the what kind of fucking review am I gonna do about that? Thor sure does like to party. That was fun. Ha ha ha. No. Like, there's nothing to review other than that was a fun episode. Like, same thing with the with the zombie one. It's like, yeah, there's zombies. That video that Spider-Man did where he was teaching people how to avoid zombies, that was that was fun. But I'm I'm writing a whole review about that. Nah, man, if if they had put more time into these episodes and each one of these was an hour, because honestly, you could have made them an hour and that you still could tell a two hour story in an hour. Like, I think yeah. every single one of Certain. these episodes would have been better if they had been longer and had more detail paid, paid attention to them. No, yeah, some of them for sure. Like, the uh, Captain Carter episode could have benefited from being uh, being longer. Like, there, there, are cert- there are certain ones that definitely could have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you literally could have set the tone for the Captain Carter one where, like, yeah, he's captured by Hydra. But the question is, is, like, okay, so after they kill that Cthulhu-looking monster that came out of the, the portal... Um, what happens to Steve that he becomes the Winter Soldier? Like, how did yeah. Hydra get their hands on the Hydra Smasher? There's so many questions there. Not to and mention like, that the and someone pointed this out that the the version of the Stomper that was in that that was there at the end is not the same version. Like it looked like it was something that had been streamlined and kind of modernized. 
Hmm. Which makes sense, though, too, you know, like, if you know, yeah, I'm just going to take over the world. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll 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 end this conversation about uh, what if here and then we'll go into the uh, the other two movies um, that are also Marvel related. It's a Marvel fest today on the podcast. Um, let's go ahead and pivot into Shang-Chi. So first off, there's a part of me that is super happy that like oh every single dickhead reviewer before the movie came out oh was shoot, like i forgot about that i'm, so, I'm sorry Mike. i just i just remembered something about, about? the this about the 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 stones because oh, I, 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 I read something um from the um the the what if director um, because they were they they were specifically asked about the like the stones working, and um, here's here's what he here's what he said. Okay, let's hear it. Sorry, Sorry <laughs> my page my page refreshed and I have to find it again. He says, it and I quote, "Fuck every single one of you." Oh, well. <laughs> all right. He's, this is this is what he said. I also think the comics. People keep thinking the comics are all of it, but the MCU has their own rules. They deviate from the comics many times. What I was told from higher ups was in the MCU they don't follow the comic rule where each stone works only in that universe. They're like, no, that's not true in the MCU. So stones can work in other universes. It's just that apparently they just don't work in the TVA because that's a very unique place. And that was designed specifically where that shit's inert when it goes there. But otherwise, Doctor Strange couldn't go to the dark dimension and use his time stone. That's another dimension, but it works there. So yeah, I think people were just thinking, well, it's the comics, but the movies never said any of that. Yeah. Which, like, okay, fair. Except you then... The Crusher. <laughs> yeah, you still have the moment where it's like, yeah, but then you fucked up your own internal logic. <laughs> Alright. I guess that's what we're doing. Like... Yeah, well, whatever, you know, like that's a nice answer, but too bad you didn't follow your own fucking rules. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Shang-Chi. And, and Sorry, apparently, oh, last, one last thing. And apparently <laughs> the Guardians of the Multiverse thing was yeah. actually the original pitch of the show. No. No, goddammit. Yep. The quote, the Just idea do of doing a team up was it was, was was in my original pitch to get the job. There's, there's going to be a team up of some sort in the what if comics the watchers notorious for being the guy who's like I can never intervene then he intervenes that's what he is he lied to himself so I wanted to play with that I wanted the watcher to be I mean he's the audience he's us and the more he watches the stories the more he grows to love them connect with them to see to want the stories to continue so the idea of the multiverse will be destroyed we're leaving without his heroes of course he's going to interfere and of course, he's going to have a plan, and he's going to know how it's all works out, and he's going to pluck heroes from across the multiverse. Hmm. The, the, the quote is much longer, but I just I just cut it off right there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. They tried. It, it's it, again. I'll always give credit to people who are trying to do some creative shit, who are really trying yeah. to like get outside the box and do some things that haven't been done. So fucking kudos to you for that. But man, y'all could have pulled this off a little bit better. The execution oh, yeah. was not there. The ideas, fucking great. I thought they were the solid plan, solid ideas, some really interesting shit you could have done with the multiverse. 
But, like, yeah. the execution needs to be better next time. And hopefully with your second attempt, hey, we'll use Thor as an example. First Thor was all right. Second Thor, eh, not so good. Third one, fucking brilliant. You can yep. do this. The MCU has allowed people second and third chances. And I think that with What If, a little cleanup, and this could be a much, much, much better series. Yeah. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! Oh. Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet!